0: seven six ten. That's the Jay Southland Toast Service text line. Somebody says NFL Street is what that song reminded them—the mm. the Dion song. Oh yeah. Um, that
1: was a good game. NBA Street too. It was fun. Yeah.
0: NBA Street, NBA Street, NFL Street. All of them were great. I loved NBA Street because I was always the Lakers. They had Kobe and Shaq. Oh yeah. Or I would be, uh, I think it was Houston. I think they had Steve Francis and Yao Ming. Mm-hmm. And you could just swat everybody's shot because mm-hmm. he was so tall. Shaq was just so big. It was, like, unfair. But, man, I did love those games. I haven't played video games in, like, I mean, I'm grown. So, I don't, you know, I playing video games. I mean, games. I'm
1: pretty grown. I still play video That's games fair. all the time. That,
0: that, was un, that was uncalled for. Yeah. I apologize. Judgy. Yeah. But I'm grown. Uh, More grown than me. Yeah. Well, no. No, you're a pretty successful individual. Yeah. Um, Somebody says, which receiver will the Chiefs pick up slash trade for? Devontae Adams. I'm kidding. It's not going to happen, but he's clearly unhappy. Justin Jefferson. Oh, my. Just give him your next two first-round picks. Have fun picking at 32nd, um, but we're just going to go ahead and we're going to give you two first-round picks. (laughs) They wouldn't lose again. They may not lose again with this defense and the way the offense is. Right. Um,
1: I, uh, to answer that question seriously, though, I don't yeah. think that there's really anybody out there right now. Anyway, that's going to make a big impact.
0: No, in the NFL trade deadlines, always, uh, it's always a big tease, right? Like, there's all these guys who are like, I don't want to be here. I hate where I'm at. Get me out of here. And then nothing happens. It, it, if or any- like James Conner gets dealt and you're like, Oh, cool. The right. Chargers got Conner. It's not, it's not like the NBA,
1: man. It's not, it's no. not even like baseball. There's not a lot of action around the trade deadline. I mean, If you're going to get better and it's not through the draft, it's 99% of the time it's free agency.
0: But I don't think they're losing next week. I know I was talking to Alex Gould last night at the Chiefs Jets watch party. Thanks to everybody that came out. Uh, We were were given a a free round of tequila shots. Mm. It was nice. It tasted like it was uh, uh, Casamigos or it was like, 1942. Okay. It was it definitely Not bad options. It, it, definitely, it wasn't any Montezuma. No, nah, it definitely tasted like a, it definitely was like a, an Anejo type of tequila. Okay. So okay. it was, it was in my, my ballpark. Yeah. I, it was very Not nice. bad. Um, but uh, Minnesota, they, uh, they open up as five and a half point favorites on the road. We already had mentioned earlier in this year that the chiefs preseason uh, were favorites in every single matchup. They go into week five on the road to Minnesota, five and a half point favorites. Uh, obviously they didn't cover the spread. Thanks Pat. Uh, for that slide, my buddy, my buddy had a uh, 125 on it to win 238, Ooh, and he slid, tough, man. sent me an Instagram, sent me an Instagram message today. It was like, thanks Pat. You geek. And I was like, <laughs> he don't care about your spread, man. Yeah, he sure doesn't. He, that, that's, hey, that's H- Sean McVay. And that's, that was, that was BS. Yeah. Uh, that McVay thing is more BS. Mahomes thing makes sense. The, well, yeah, s- the slide makes sense because if you score, you're giving the ball back to the Jets. You're, if like you slide.
1: Realistically giving them a chance. Right. If you if you slide, the game is over.
0: Zero chance if you slide. Right. Game's over. They you don't the You see the ball win back.
1: probability thing. You shoot up to
0: 100% on that slide. Done. Um, somebody says, Mike Evans will be a chief, please. That would <laughs> be cool. Please. Yeah. You thought Juju was good. You thought Sammy Watkins was good. You put that big six, seven ass on the offensive side. You're really going to have a good they, time.
1: They do have to figure something out eventually, but I just, I don't think that it's going to be something this year. Hey, uh, if nah. it is, you know, right. It's going to be something that we have no idea about right now.
0: They believe in their locker room, but right. Minnesota Vikings, um, for those of you that are unfamiliar, which I don't think a lot of you are, um, well, Minnesota's got some weapons on offense. Minnesota can score. And the over/under in this game is 52 and a half, right? And Minnesota has Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, Alexander Madison, and TJ Huckinson, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got uh, Cole's cash cousins as their quarterback. Bless his heart. He dresses like a, a very well, you know, polite young man. Yes, he does. And the thing <clears throat> with how they're going to play against Minnesota. It's on the road. It's in a dome. It's an NFC opponent. This gives me a lot of last year's Indianapolis Colts vibes. Now, Minnesota is much better than that Indianapolis Colts team. I don't believe in trap games, but this is one of those games where Minnesota is sneaky, decent on defensive on their defensive line. Like their defensive line can attack. And the one thing that the Minnesota game presents to the Kansas city chiefs with their offense on with their weapons on offense is it's going to be one of those games where it's, you know, we get to see how this defense responds. Trent McDuffie, Brian Cook, Justin Reed, Chris Jones, all those big names. And you're going to go up against big offensive weapons. Now, the thing about this game is, Kirk Cousins is going to give you two mistakes. Right? Last week, he threw a pick six, 99-yard pick six. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins will give you two mistakes. What you do with those two mistakes Will dictate this game, and Mahomes can't be like he was against the Jets. Now again, Mahomes—he can have a bad game every once in a while. That is totally fine. He's earned it. I'm—I'm I'm good with it. I'm not gonna—you know—reprimand him for it. I'm—it is what it is. I thought there were a couple throws last night that maybe he was trying too hard because they were up 17 nothing. He has the defense to back him up, so he's gonna try to push the envelope a little bit more. Minnesota is gonna give you two mistakes. How you—how you bounce off those mistakes? will dictate this game. Is it a 14-0 differential? Is it 10? Is it 7? Is it 0? Either way, Cousins is going to give you the ball twice.
1: Well, you know, you say you don't believe in trap games. I kind of believe in trap games. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say that this is necessarily a trap game, but this is an offense for the Vikings that has the potential to put up 30 points. So, you know, you're going to have to keep up with that. And we've seen it time and time again that they, hey, they are able to, but, you know, it's been shaky at times. And then... The other part of this, too, is now you get the Broncos, but it's a Thursday night game right after this one. Uh So it's a quick turnaround. You know, you're probably thinking, okay, you know, we're going to go up to Minnesota, get out with a win, and then we get a quick turnaround, and then it's right on the Broncos and everything. Uh That's the only thing that, you know, makes me think a little bit of trappy vibes from this game in particular. But I think that, you know, Minnesota is a good team. I think that they are not one of the toughest teams that you'll see on the schedule. So you should be able to go out there and take care of business. But you're right there. I mean, they they tend to have those one or two plays a game from Kirk that end up swinging in, in the opposite direction. And that's what's happened this year, other than when they played the other winless team in the Panthers last week with a rookie quarterback. Uh-huh. You know, so I don't think that they're as good as their record show that they were last year. They won a lot of close games, and it's not really – Falling on the same side of the coin this year, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's not going to be the easiest game on the schedule either. You know, they, they've got a lot of talent over there.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not a, it's not a bears. It's not a, it's 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 not not even a a Jets game.
1: It's not any of that kind of thing. Like you're going to have to go in and you're going to have to put a pretty good game together. And you know, like the text line, nine one three says super bowl
0: champs get everyone's best shot. You're going to for eternity. Right. And not only that, speaking of shots, and speaking of betting, you you love betting. Mm-hmm. I can't emphasize more for you and James to take all Travis Kelsey props next week. This is why. Minnesota Vikings cornerback Byron Murphy is planning to trash talk Travis Kelsey and their game Sunday with stuff related to Taylor Swift. He told Schefter, or Schefter at ESPN, right? Or I guess it's Seifert. Kevin Seifert, Seifert, ESPN's mm. Minnesota Vikings pro football reporter. He said, quote, I'm going to say something to him to get him going. Is she going to come to this game? We're locked in. But that would be something. I've been watching her since I was a kid. That'd be cool, for sure. Not for him, because we're going to try to get our hands on him in front of her. A, I'll read it again. I'm going to say something to him to get him going. Is she going to come to this game? We're locked in. But that would be something. I've been watching her since I was a kid. That would be cool for sure, not for him because we're gonna try to get our hands on him in front of her. A, Drew Locks in the game. B, that's creepy as hell. C, what are you doing? Like, why did you? We've need- seen this story
1: so many times before. Like, wh- first off, it doesn't make any sense. Why? Why give more ammo to the Chiefs?
0: Is she gonna be there? First off, is she in Minnesota?
1: You're asking me right yeah. now
0: because you were wrong about it this week. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's true love if she's in Minnesota.
1: Yeah.
0: And Minnesota's a great town. Shout out Henry Lake. St. Paul's a good place. Minnesota's fun. It's still not too cold to go visit and be, right, you know, right. blown away by their winters off the lakes. But here's the thing. Why do you have to have this out? This is the thing about the Chiefs. They never bark first. And I know there's a lot of people out there that thought Willie Gay was was being a Richard towards uh uh Zach Wilson. Well, they run and Willie Gay went out of his way after the game to go talk to Zach Wilson and be like, Hey man, I didn't mean any disrespect, (laughs) you you know, whatever. And then Rodney Harrison tried to bait Chris Jones last night into saying that Zach Wilson is terrible and all this. And and Rodney Harrison basically was just like, or Chris Jones, like that's a good quarterback, man. Like if he plays like that, that's what everybody sees. Like he can be all right. Like they'll be okay. If he's like that. And then you get this goofball, Byron Murphy, who's a cornerback who probably won't even be playing against Travis Kelsey. Maybe they'll try to bracket him with him and some other safety or a linebacker stupid, dumb. Don't do it. Five and a half. This never works out. Hammer the Chiefs. Hammer the over. Travis Kelsey over six and a half yards. Travis Kelsey over 68 and a half yards. Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. That's your five leg parlay. Read it. Weep. tweet Byron Murphy out with a Taylor Swift gif and just say, you know, blank space. I don't care about you. I got 2200 on this bet. Here's the thing, too, is, you know, Kelsey
1: might have been the leading receiver last night for the Chiefs, but he didn't exactly have a great game by his standards. No, he tends to bounce back
0: and yeah. you just
1: gave him more fuel behind that. That's just, that's just dumb.
0: Why? Why? Why do people keep doing this? You told that to your Minnesota football reporter for ESPN. Right. What's the first thing he's going to do? Hey, he's throwing that article out on the streets. Yeah, right. And and here's the thing. For a one in three team. Maybe
1: you talk to your boys on the team. You're like, hey, you know, like, let's talk a little trash. You know, this Taylor Swift thing's ridiculous, all that kind of stuff. Dumb. Don't be saying it to a reporter. You already know that anything involving Travis Kelsey or this Kansas City Chiefs team is going to be front page news. What are you doing?
0: We're going to put our hands on him in front of her.
1: Mm.
0: Hmm. Don't mess with him. Don't mess with a girl's guy. They don't like that. Uh, 8 30. We come back. We talk about what this team can fix, what this team needs to polish before they play Minnesota this week. Plus, I think there's a receiver that might show some interest in Patrick Mahomes' inner circle of trust. That, plus, more. Listen to 16, 610 Sports Radio. This is After Hours. Heller near you. This is Willie Gay Jr., and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I love the Taylor Swift movement, so I'm going to keep giving you stats. I don't know where they find this, but they do. Um, the Taylor Swift impact viewership among teen girls aged 12 to 17 spiked 53% from the season to date average of the first three weeks of Sunday Night Football, while the audience among women aged 18 to 24 was up 24% and women 35 and up increased 34% per Nielsen. Mm. The combined growth led to an approximate increase of more than 2 million female viewers. Most viewed football game since the Super Bowl. Who played in the Super Bowl? Oh, it the was uh, Kansas City. Who played in last night's game? The Jets and I can't think. Jets and Jets and Jets and Chiefs. Jets mm, and Chiefs.
1: That's, that's right. People was. like watching the Chiefs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even though they like to complain about everything when their team is playing the Chiefs uh. or their team's not as good as the Chiefs, uh-huh. they still watch.
0: mm uh. uh. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the 913, Dusty, it's your boy G-Baby. Do you think it's time to give Justin Ross a try? Nick Price, answered the question. Yes. Kenny Walker, touchdown.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, here's the thing. Nice, anytime. Mm-hmm. Catch that. Uh, <laughs>
0: James nods in
1: approval. <laughs> and now we've got a fight. Here's <laughs> my thing, though. Here's my thing. <laughs> what with, is going on? With Justin Ross is if we're still talking by the time that we hit that bye week, mm-hmm. uh, and we're talking about, you know, the season starts in Germany. Yeah, yeah and we haven't seen somebody step up and really be that guy, Mm -hmm. why not give it a shot? I mean, obviously they like him. They like him enough to keep him as a seventh wide receiver, which they never do. But I think they're just taking it really, really slow with him. Now Mm -hmm. he's a big body receiver. He's shown the ability to get open and have good hands in the preseason and in practice. I'm down with it. Yeah. I'm not saying that you go out and trot him out there next week and have him play 70% of the snaps, but yeah. you know, let's see a little bit of growth there. Let's see him get more than one or two snaps a game. See what he can do because nobody
0: else is stepping up and saying, "No,
1: that job's mine."
0: I think we know the roles of a few. Skymore's a little concerning for me. Because Why? Because he's non-existent. Carrington had a had a tweet today and he said Skymore's played in 20 games and in 8 of those games he's recorded zero catches. Right. Which
1: he's a ghost out there.
0: Most of the time, I will always admit when I was wrong. But the last two weeks, I thought Sky Moore had finally kind of made that turn, and now again they played a really good defense. But you've got to make yourself available, and if it's not happening by the second year you're in the league, they're going to start leaning towards okay, maybe this is a miss. Maybe he's not who he thought he was going to be.
1: I mean, you're already seeing it. I think we might have talked about it last week, but I think Rasheed Rice is already. Surpassed right. Sky Moore. I mean, maybe not quite, but he's showing a lot more progress a lot more early on, and he's getting more involved than these other guys like Sky Moore. And I mean, you know, MVS is what he is. Yeah. MVS is what he is. He's going to have one or three two really great games. It. He's going to have three, to four, have three to four targets a game. He's going to have three to four targets a game. One maybe. for a big first down. Right, exactly. And that's and that's fine. Mm-hmm. You got places for that in in the league and in, in the offense. Uh, you know, Justin Watson is what he is. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that can go out and get one or two big catches a game, but you can't really rely on more than that, or at least they haven't so far. And as you just kind of move down the list, I mean, I'm starting to get to the point where it's like, why not try Justin Ross? uh mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Justin Ross is going to come in and be AJ Green right off the bat or anything, but he might be another reliable target that Mahomes can say, "Hey, you know, I can at least throw this ball up to him and know that he's got sure hands, yeah, or know that he's going to give it a chance."
0: Because last night Mahomes had 18 completions, six of them went to Travis Kelsey. Now again, Pacheco ran the ball 20 times for 115 yards. Right, right. If he's pumping a 5.8 average, do it. Just All let time. him let him do that. Right, and. When you go to the receiving core, Isaiah Pacheco and Rasheed Rice were the next two leading receivers behind Kelsey with three receptions each. Pacheco, three for 43, which obviously had that one that went nuts. And then you have Rasheed Rice who had three for 32. Noah Gray had the one catch for 34 yards, which was a touchdown, which was nice in the beginning of the game. But then... Kadarius Tony, two catches. Marquez valdes scaling, one catch. Justin Watson, one catch. Clyde Edwards-Laird, one catch. Skymore, zero. Jarek McKinnon, zero.
1: And I think that we've kind of skewed this too, Dusty. We've looked at it in the past of like, oh well, look at all the weapons. Look at all the guys out there. They're spreading the ball around so much. But at the same time, I mean, have we seen any game within the last year and a half of mm-hmm. some of these guys, or the first four games, that says? That guy can go out there and have a night. That guy can go out and be a Puka Nakua today and go catch nine balls for 100 yards and a touchdown. Right. Because I don't know if any of those guys are capable.
0: I think, Or at least they're not showing it. I think somebody's just now starting the show because they said, just think of a river softly flowing on a creek. I've already taken care (laughs) of business, 417, but I appreciate the honesty. Um, Somebody says, perfect timing. Do you guys give... Do you think it's time to give Justin Ross a try? Yes, I think, I think anybody, if, if you can step up, can do it. The other thing that I want to see more of, and maybe this is just because I'm a Kansas City guy, is I'd love to see them use their running backs more so like the Royals used HDH. And I talked a little bit about this at training camp in St. Joe this year, but I'd like to see them use Clyde, Pacheco, and McKinnon like you used Hochaver, Davis, and Holland. In the 14 and 15 right. season, right? When you are in the 14 season more, but like let Pacheco be your Wade Davis, right? Let him be the guy that when it's the fourth quarter and there's eight minutes left and he's running like he's just absolutely pissed off at the world, just like when Wade Davis would come in in the ninth and there was nobody, you know, could Shut touch it, him. it. just you're not gonna win against this guy and let the other guys kind of get there. So, like, early in the fourth quarter, you know, use McKinnon and use Clyde. Cause they're clearly going to use Clyde. Like he just, it's, I don't it's know why, but it's, it's evidently there. And if you can use those guys, like if you can use your offense that is normally high octane sort of offense early in the game and get up 21 to, you know, three or 21 to 10, then in the fourth quarter, start, you know, getting those guys involved where you bring in your three closers. And then, you know, it's 21 to 10 or it's 24 to 10, You're, you know, kicking a field goal. Now it's 24 to 10. You're giving them the ball back with a two touchdown lead. And they got five minutes to score against your defense. Here's the thing too, is
1: when you look at this team and the way that they're built and the lack of production out of the wide receiver room, your most explosive plays Uh or playmakers on offense are number 10 and number one. Yeah. Right. And Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey for sure, you know, but he's not part of this conversation because he's a future hall of famer. He might Mm. be the greatest to ever do it at his position, We're not talking about that. We're talking about everybody else. Pacheco and McKinnon are probably your two biggest guys when it comes to they can make something happen. They can bust one for 40 yards. They can make a big play happen because it's not coming over the top. Like we talked earlier every once in a while with MVS. Yeah, but I'm not seeing Sky Moore do it. I'm not even seeing Rasheed Rice do it yet. You know, Watson every once in a while. But, yeah, if you're going to play a lot of, you know, 10 yards and in offense, Mm -hmm. get these guys involved and
0: use them in in that closer role like you're talking about. Final break of the night. We come back. We wrap this show up. We say goodbye. We read your texts. If you have any questions, feel free to chime in now. 913-586-7610. Jay Southland, Toe Service, text line. For James, for Nick, I'm Dusty. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio and After Hours. Back in final segment here on after hours on a Monday night Uh, programming. note: Royals are done playing baseball. So that means you get after hours Monday night, Mm. Tuesday night, Mm. Wednesday, you get arrowhead pride Thursday night. You get after hours Friday night. You get after hours Sunday. You get after hours. My life is over. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for the rest. You setting of, up a cot in the back? I should. You should. Kind of like this. There's cam- good. There's a good
1: couch downstairs in mm-hmm. sales. I got a good air mattress I'll nap there. I have a, a solid times. air mattress. You set it up right behind
0: you. Oh, I. I don't know if I want Fesco coming in here yeah, and like be like, I'm "What fine. are you doing?" What the hell? He would be a hardcore judger if I was up here asleep. I think so. Yeah. But then I would talk him out of it because I can persuade Bob. That's one talent that I think I have. You so got c- that over Bob. I'll come in here with like a take, and Bob would be like, "That would never work," and I'm like hear me out. He's like, all right,
1: just listen. And then he'd be like,
0: I think I kind of like what you did. I'm like, told you Bob. Mm-hmm. And then clean looks at me and says, now, you know how I've done it for years. <laughs> um, but no, you can hear Bob and Josh tomorrow morning, Dan and Hughes on at seven 30, Pete Sweeney on at eight 25. And then at one o'clock on Cody and gold, Nate Taylor joins the show again. Thanks everybody that came out last night at the watch party, uh, at Hollywood casino was a good time. Pasquantino was there, Bobby Witt, MJ Melendez, among other people, uh, they were all out there. It was a good time. Uh, that watch party, but that game is over. Minnesota is the new team of the week. We're done with get it right games. We're done with, you know, now it's just, you know, show your identity, right? Like that's all I'm asking for in this game is show us what your identity is. This is week five. Uh, I think Nick Bolton will probably be back. The ankle injuries, you know, had two weeks to rest. He's right. you know missed a lot of practice. You know, this is week five. Your two more weeks, you get Ominahue back from his six-game suspension. Your defense will get stronger. I think your defense has let us know what the identity is there. Right? They're they swarm. They're fast. They're tra- tough. I they're thought fast, tra- I thought Tranquil looked good last night. Leo yep. Chanel had a good play. They're deep. There was they're a play, there was a play where they had a breakaway run, and Brian Cook made a tackle. They didn't score he on saved, that play. He saved
1: that whole t- whole, whole drive. drive. Yeah. yeah,
0: they didn't score. Uh, by the way, just saw this come up on my uh, Twitter feed. Uh, Puka Nakua jerseys are completely sold out on the NFL shop. <laughs> Gone. You're welcome to those who listen to the fantasy football show that I told you after week one, throw all your waiver wire cash on Puka. I, I wish I did. I don't think he's going anywhere. I
1: underbid him. No, no. Because here's the thing is once uh, Cooper cup does come back, if he
0: can stay healthy, right, it's going to be him and Puka. Yeah. And Stafford's just going to put
1: two, two in the, uh, in the slot.
0: Yeah, and you don't know what the, Dude, that's, you, you don't know how healthy Cooper Cup will be when he comes back. That's my
1: thing too. I know that we're not getting into it right now, but Ooh. me and James were talking before the show. But like, Chiefs need to figure out a way to identify those receivers. It'd be nice because you know you see guys like Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell, and they're outplaying everybody on the Chiefs roster at right. that position.
0: Somebody says from the nine one three, good looking out, guys. So I should drop Sky and pick up Justin Ross on team. No, don't pick up anybody. Uh, I do think you can. <laughs> yeah, I do wouldn't. think you can jo- uh, drop Sky more. Yeah, um, it's pretty safe. To now, of say. course, when you do that next week, he's going to have like six ball. for eighty-five yeah, and two ball. touchdowns. That's the way fantasy football goes. So don't blame me; just blame the fantasy football gods. Um, but I, I, I would not. Roster a wide receiver for the Chiefs. There's not one I would work, I would do right now.
1: No, I maybe um, maybe in a dynasty league, something with a really deep bench. You could mm-hmm. pick a guy and kind of go with it. I mean, if right. you got like Rasheed Rice or something, but and I think that no, is you the one guy
0: you could take a flyer on. That's because, a guy you well, could stash. I
1: mean, I think that's a guy too that you could see maybe by the end of the year that he's one of those starting wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But right now they don't really have anybody that's jumping off the page that's even. Putting up like decent fantasy production. You no, know? Just, I mean we're talking about last night, you know, the best wide receiver on this team, besides Travis Kelsey yeah. and Noah Gray, had what, thirty I, yards? Yeah. I mean it was
0: Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah.
1: And I mean, Rasheed Rice with three catches and thirty yards. It's like
0: Yeah, Pacheco, five Kelsey, points. Mahomes, those are and Chiefs defense. That's probably all you need to have on your fantasy team next week. Mm-hmm. Um, next week's games, Jacksonville at Buffalo. Uh, that's in London. That's, that's an eight 30 game. So that's I don't good. think there's, that's is there a toy story broadcast? I hope that was so awesome. Dude, that was cool. Did you watch that? Yeah, I checked it out. They show the little there's flames like, on their They feet. did a really good job. I you told know? a lot of people on Sunday morning. I'm like, Hey, if you're trying to get your kids to watch football with you, this is the way. women or men. Yeah. Go to the Toy Story broadcast. It's fantastic. You still get still broadcast and it's football. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they had like the the claw coming and picking up the football. Mm -hmm.
0: Did did a good job with it. Slinky was was the slink dog, was like the measurement on the sidelines. He was the the chains. I saw somewhere it was was like, How bad does it feel when your team's getting absolutely whooped and then you have to see the slinky dog showing you that you're going (laughs) in reverse? Yeah, right. Um, back
1: him up ten yards.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I think that was great, but Buffalo, Jacksonville, that's another home for Jacksonville, is is England or is London? That's where they're going to move. I think eventually Khan's going to move that team to London. Probably. I've, I've always asked, will there ever be a Super Bowl in London? Now, my only problem with that take, I think it could, but the time differential would make sense because no, Super Bowl is uh, always so at five
1: thirty. Was it? It's like four hours well, or something. Eight
0: thirty is definitely technically noon there.
1: Okay, so yeah, so like four hours ish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so the Super
0: Bowl will be at nine thirty at night. Started
1: at nine thirty at night. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, that's tough. That's but, tough.
0: You want a Super Bowl? You better put it on when we say we put it on. Sorry if it's nine 30. That's a good game though. Uh, dolphins play the giants. There's no spread in that game yet. Um, <laughs> there will be, I think dolphins will be favored by like 10 and a half to 11. Yeah. Um, other notable games, Ravens Steelers. So there's a divisional ra- uh, divisional matchup there. Uh, those two teams will play each other at noon. Um, Bengals at Arizona. If Arizona beats Cincinnati, which they beat Dallas. If Arizona beats Cincinnati, we will no longer talk about the Cincinnati Bengals the rest of the year. No bury him. No, I'm done. There's no reason to. They'd be one and four. They would have had losses to Cleveland, Arizona. I'm good. It's over. Um Philly and the Rams play. We'll see. It's a decent game. Jets, Broncos. I think the Jets handle business. Broncos are a two point favorite hey, at little, home. A uh, little spice ball in that
1: game too. Yep. With everything Sean Payton was talking about. Yep. And no bucket, and no bucket hats, no yeah. glasses and no chains. Yeah, They should, they should definitely all wear bucket hats, chains mm-hmm. and sunglasses on the sideline.
0: But three o'clock's three o'clock's nice, right? Kansas city, Minnesota jets, Broncos. See some division action, Philly and the Rams. And then Sunday night football's Dallas 49ers. That's a, the, the classic that's NFC awesome. match. Yeah. Monday night sucks. Green Bay and the Raiders. I don't care. Yeah. Um, four and one after next week should be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Should be. I. Mean, What's
0: your biggest worry with Minnesota?
1: My biggest worry with Minnesota is that their offense can be really good. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the chiefs defense is definitely the strength of this team. I think they're going to limit what Minnesota can do. But my biggest concern is chiefs offense can't keep up. Yeah. Or, you know, it's one of those messy games where, you know, we're kind of in a funk And nothing's really working. And then by the time the end of the game comes around, you're like, Oh man, right. It's a 21 to 20 loss. Just like first, the first week of the season, something like that. That's the thing that scares me the most about Minnesota.
0: I think, I don't know if I believe this yet, but I feel like Minnesota has to play a perfect game to beat the chiefs. Damn near. I mean, week one, they played Tampa Bay and lost, which is kind of a weird loss, right? Then they played the They're Eagles. they people thought, though. They played the Eagles, eh, right? They're not winning that game. No. Then they played the Chargers, a terrible defense, put up 24. Then they played the Panthers and barely had won a that game. They had a chance to win
1: that, too. They did,
0: and it's Cousins the made a mistake. Like you know, right? yeah. we said earlier, Cousins well, is going to give terrible you
1: Terrible clock management at the end of that game and everything, C- too.
0: Cousins is going to give you two. Right. Take advantage of them. Make them play a perfect game. Like make them be perfect on offense, which means Kirk Cousins doesn't turn the ball over, which is definitely going to happen. And just be, be who your identity is. If it is targeting Travis Kelsey 13 times for 10 catches and 118 yards do and two it. touchdowns, just do it. Force it. If it's Isaiah Pacheco running downhill and extremely pissed off, just continue to do it. They are five and a half point favorites. The over under is 52 and a half. Vegas sees this game at being like 34 to twenty. That's how Vegas sees this game coming out. I got a
1: I got a question for you. Which I don't
0: think they're giving up twenty-eight. I don't see the Chiefs Doesn't giving look like it. I don't think they're gonna give up twenty-eight. I don't think and again, Cousins has played the Philadelphia defense. Tampa Bay's defense is decent. It's not great. It's not it's it's good. It's, it's, it's good pretty enough. Good. It's good. Pretty good. But the Chargers have one of the worst defenses in the league. Right. And they struggle to move the ball against them. And Carolina is Carolina. Like Bryce One of the worst Ye- teams in football. Right. And Bryce Young's right. definitely not him. No. So Take care of business, figure out your identity, and take advantage of the
1: two mistakes Cousin gives you. Is a wide receiver for the Chiefs going to have six or more catches in this game?
0: Yes, I think Rice will. I okay. think this is the, the coming out party for Rice. I would Rasheed love to Rice. see it. I hope. would love to see it. Thanks. you love to see the text line and all the kind words tonight on it. 913-586-767. Thanks to all of you all. Uh, James, thanks for you, man. I know you have a long Monday night. I know it's, it's, it's very high-octane. Nick Price, thanks for everything that you do. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Absolutely. Uh, Best friend for life. Uh, Kansas City, stay safe. Go do nice things for people. It's cool to care. Have a great night. I appreciate you all. Much love. Stay safe. Kansas City, we'll talk to you tomorrow night on After Hours at 6 o'clock on 610 Sports Radio.